this should be one of our first episodes. I was gonna say that too. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Welcome back. Hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts Me Very. We just had literally the most incredible conversation ever. <sighs> we just our love her so. Favorite, much. one of our favorite people on this entire planet, Sophia Kelly. She is just wellness with Soph. Even though wellness we might with be Soph. rebranding. She is such a light. Literally, like, internet friends coming to fruition. Meadow, you found her first, though. I don't even remember how. I I don't know how it happened. It must have been through Maddie or through someone like that. And I remember finding her account and being like, oh, this is well, our you girl. Message, I remember you messaged me being like, you need, to, you need to follow her now. I was like, go look at the type of shit this girl talks about. Like, this is us. And then we became in real life friends, which is just yes. like a beautiful gift. Thank you, universe. But, like, we literally talked about everything. Because Meadow and I, going into this episode... We knew that we wanted to immediately talk to her just about childhood and who, how she became the way that she is because she is such an open book. But I say in an episode, I'm like, I feel like you were born at 24 in my eyes because oh, I only totally. see what you post. And like, she doesn't talk a lot about where she came from, like how she, she is the way that she is. Everything. Like, but she talks about like, everything. We know her so, into, we know her as like fans. We know her as friends. Like we're obsessed with her. We love her more than anything. But then I'm like, how do I, I don't know. Yeah, I know you're from LA, but like, I don't know your childhood. I don't know what you went through. What and doesn't it make do? so like, much sense now? Oh, uh, I have such a complete picture. Yes. I just, I feel like I learned so much about this girl and I just feel so honored. We both just were like jaws to the ground the entire conversation. We talked about body image. We talked about getting work done, living in the fishbowl that is LA. Being sexualized at a very young age. We talked about your dark night of the soul. We talked about body image. We talked about stress and panic and just like, and being misunderstood as a human and how you feed into other people's perceptions of yourself. And when you, I've talked about this a lot of like, Exactly. When you just accept the reality that somebody else has projected onto you and then what that does to your psyche and how misunderstood that makes you feel. And then when you're finally able to pull yourself out of it, it was just such. How validated do you feel (sighs) in your story? You guys have so many similarities. I know things that I really didn't ever realize. Like I really had like a holy shit. I knew that that we were connected for a reason moment during this episode. Truly, truly, truly. You guys need to listen. Well, if you don't know her, let's just for a little bit of context. Miss Sophia Kelly is an LA native who nowadays, if you look her up, is an incredible influencer, content creator. I know some people feel weird about the word influencer, but honestly, it's tight and that's what she does. And right. she's extremely open. She ta- she has her own journal ebook where she writes journal prompts. She talks about personal development. She talks about mind-body connection a lot. Like she's just overall this girl on a journey of personal development constantly that is sharing it like an open book. In real internet. time. In real time. She really is that positive side of social media that that harnesses community and brings people together and makes people feel validated and seen and heard. And it's why Meadow and I were so obsessed with her from the beginning. And we're like, we need to be friends and we need to know you. And it's been so cool getting to know her in real life also. And she's just such a special human. This was such a good episode. It was such such a a beam of light. And you hear Meadow and I just freaking yelling over each other and yelling over her because we're freaking out. But like, just sorry, get used to it because that's what happens when we're fucking excited about someone. And this, it was so nice. You got to listen. Here's our episode with the amazing Sophia Kelly. Enjoy. Do, 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 do. What's our theme song? (laughs) Wait. Yeah, because first and foremost, I did not even get to say goodbye to you the other night. 
Oh, I know. <laughs> I was like left out of the um the the bar. I walked outside and it just was like they're like, no, you're not coming back in. I'm like, okay. It was How? so sad. Like, what the hell? Because they the watched us all so walk long. in with the group. No, the line was so long. And I just like the guy. It wasn't the same bounce or anything. You know, we got like, we got in like special, like special, and I couldn't call anyone to be like, can you come get me? Because there's no no service. So yeah. Uh, it was fun though. Like, we because we were like looking for you, and I was like, oh, maybe her man's came and picked her up. What an hour and a half later, Gabby gets the text that goes through green, and we're like, fuck! Like, do we go look for her? Is she still here? It was so sad. I was like, no. It's so dangerous to have like a bar that has no service because that's like literally like that's when you need to communicate like the most. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, so creepy. Yeah. 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 I really didn't like that place. It felt like I was in a bunker and yeah. if something went wrong, we were fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what would you do? Like, it takes so long. It even took me so long to get out of there. Like, even to have a phone call. And I was like, oh, great. Like, now it's just like, yeah, it's insane. At it's least like we were trap. right by the exit. Yeah. But that I didn't even notice. Yeah. You what? I didn't even notice that was the exit. Like, it was just not clearly marked. Oh. Well, that's okay. If there was an emergency, yeah. I knew. So I would have yeah. I would have wrangled you too and been like, let's fucking go. I'm like one of those people that's like, I'm not going to be in a basement unless I know where the closest exit to me is. That's me yeah. in a movie theater. No, I'm super naive. I'm like, I'm not going to think about it until it happens. Oh, God. <laughs> we start every episode by talking about something that we're unpacking. Right. And I feel like every week it's very different. Some weeks it's literally the same thing. And sometimes it has nothing to do with my mental health and just like something that I'm thinking about uh want to start meadow yeah i guess i have two i have like kind of a more lighthearted one and then i have one that's kind of like i'm not really trying to address it even though i should unpack it so maybe i should do that one because then you guys will force me to take accountability okay let's talk about it go ahead do it okay so gabby kind of knows this so just because she was on facetime with me when it happened but so last week on friday Aaron, okay, first of all, can I shout out Aaron? Because this poor man's last week on Friday, he finds out two clients have passed away. Then he gets a call that his friend is in the hospital. Then yesterday he found out that two, wait, another client passed away or something like that? No, he resuscitated two people on Friday. Oh my God. And then a client passed. It's been like a whole thing. Anyway. Aaron's a literal angel sent from above. He really is. But so he's having a rough day on Friday. We're all hanging out. We're just like at home doing whatever. I'm on FaceTime with Gabby, but then he gets a call that his friend was very severely injured, like at the cost of someone else, and was in the hospital. So he gets this call from this girl, and she's like, they used to be friends, and now they're not. And it was like, the only time I ever met her was at a work situation, where she was so abundantly rude to me, like at a corporate dinner, whatever. And I'm not a jealous person, like I don't care. But for some reason, when he got that call and she, it was about their friend that was hurt, but she turned the whole thing into being about herself. And I got kind of triggered and my little, like, I don't want her to talk to you. That kind of side of me came out. And I really hate that feeling because I feel like I was kind of like that in relationships when I was younger or like, quite frankly, on birth control. And then I went off birth control. My hormones got regular and now I'm chill as fuck and could be less jealous. But so that really upset me. And I tried not to react on it because I was like, the gist is your friend is hurt. Like that's all that matters is you making sure you see your friend and whoever the messenger was doesn't matter. But it definitely brought up like old shadow work of like, ugh, I used to be jealous in relationships and I felt a flare of it and I just didn't like it. I don't know if there's really much to like address or do with it. It was just something that got brought up to me recently that I was like, ew, uh, that I guess I still have some of that in me and didn't realize. You know what I mean? But you recognize it at least. That's I feel like the first thing that came to my brain was something yeah. – 
Yeah. Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, this is something that you said to me last week that blew my mind. And that's what I'm going to repeat back to you. I'm going to give you your own (laughs) advice for a second. Because last week when we were talking, I don't even know, some random shit that was going on with me. I was just overthinking and overthinking and overthinking. And you were like, I get that you and I like to sit on the phone and like fucking sift through every possible meaning. But sometimes it's literally just not that deep and sometimes you can just exist have a feeling and move on and I feel like it's such a good is it sometimes it is deep but sometimes it's really not and it's like yeah. finding it's like yeah that sometimes a hard sometimes a hard pill to swallow is like it's sometimes just really not that deep yeah and I feel like that's our defense mechanism is like our defense right. mechanism because we're all self-aware is like let me hyper intellectualize it and figure out what I have to right. do about yeah. this or like yeah exactly when like in the reality of the fact like something traumatic and scary happened you had a reaction. It reminded you of old behavior. And then you're like, okay, you recognized it immediately and tried to shift that behavior. You didn't fall into it. You didn't like. That's true. Right. You didn't spiral. And- I, didn't, I didn't have a fight with him over it. Like I didn't bring it up. I didn't right. act some sort of way, you know. I don't need to intellectualize it. Oh, wow. That was good. Thank you for it. repeating that. I, it's just so funny. I never take my own advice. I'm so that per- the, all those oh, memes same. that are you like the, the best one yelling on the internet yeah. Yeah. about advice and never taking it. Yeah. 1000%. <laughs> um okay so okay. your turn I kind what of are you a, a, like two as well and they kind of I mean I don't know if they go hand in hand but one was something that I actually was talking about with you yesterday Gabby about a little bit which is one thing <laughs> is I think just I'm I've been really hyper aware of my physical appearance Ooh. recently and I think I was telling Gabby a little bit about this how I've been almost like feeling like I need to get I've been noticing in my head again it's back to like I think since we are all so self-aware um it's frustrating because I kind of battle out in my head I'm like I'm noticing that these thoughts are coming up and I know they're not healthy and at least I'm able to kind of communicate them and say that they're unhealthy like I was mentioning to Gabby like this is coming up for me and I like I I kind of needed someone else to like you know bounce the kind of the thoughts off of um but definitely just wanting to kind of like change my appearance or get like you know enhancements to my face or to I just feel like I'm thinking a lot about recently it's been like in my head just to kind of be obsession with being more attractive or being better looking and it's just like kind of annoying to me because I'm like Sophia like you obviously don't need to be like where is this coming from because it's not like I'm being like my boyfriend tells me every single time I see him that I know I'm beautiful to him and I don't like I'm getting like it's not like I'm, I'm needing the affirmation or like I need people to tell me that it's more beautiful. It's just that it's in my own head and I don't know why that's coming up for me, but it has been. So yeah, that's been one thing. It's like, it's like, where is this coming from? Cause I think it's just so strange. I'm like, I don't need someone to tell me that I'm more beautiful. Like, I just think it's like an internal, like, I think it's when I feel kind of off or stagnant in my life, yeah. I go like, how can I enhance myself even more? And because of my, own you know issues with my childhood and growing up and like that was always my thing um I think that's where I naturally go is like 
if something's weird in my life or I feel stagnant, it's always going back to my physical appearance rather than like something internal. That's like, yeah, that's the quickest path that you kind it of like is, go to. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? It, it's so true because like I don't I feel like you'll probably feel the same way because you've kind of said this, but like even if you're feeling those weird body issues or whatever, and then someone compliments you, like, no, why would you feel like you're so it never fucking helps. It like nev- someone no. else telling me I'm hot or pretty or cute yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like that makes no difference in how I view yeah. myself. Exactly. It's so strange. It's yeah. like, yeah, I could have and it's like so weird. Like I could have my boyfriend literally tell me every sweet thing in the whole world about myself and like I still would just be like, well, you know. Oh yeah. You know, I don't know. It could, Wait, it could are be we better. calling him your boyfriend? Like, oh bitch, she's yeah. can we do that publicly? Yes. She has okay, she I has didn't posted know if we could do that publicly yes. or not. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I know. Okay, just I'm checking. still like weirded out by it. But I mean she's posted him, but it has I don't know. I thought it was like a soft launch. <laughs> right. So. We're like we're, we're on a hard we're launch. Hard it's a hard launch. launch. No, you posted him. It's, it's literally happening. I'm so excited. Wait, so in the past when this happens, what do you do? Do you, do you chop? You've never have you chopped your hair off? Like, what do you do typically, or do you just kind of ignore it? Do you get back to your routine? Like things like I mean, I try to like I mean, I think in the past. I mean, I still do things like I get lip filler. Or I'll go get like, but I'll do things that are more like I'll get a facial or go get a massage or things that still feel physical, but that aren't like me changing my appearance. But I've done really stupid things like I'll make not stupid but like I'll make you know like a nose job appointment or like I'll do <laughs> like you know what I mean like or she like, goes extreme I'm just yeah. like, you know what fuck it like I'm doing wait I'm did you cancel the appointment my- today you had an appointment today is it canceled yeah great yeah and I canceled it because I'm yes, like yes there we go yeah. um and it's just like I don't know I think it's just coming to the realization and doing a lot of journaling I mean no it's like I always say that but it's true it's just like really asking myself like or even I'll call this is kind of silly but I call my mom a lot or I'll call a friend and like kind of what I did with Gabby and I was like okay this is what I'm thinking of doing can you like not talk me out of it but like you know talk me through it right exactly just kind of like rationalize with me because I think we go to like the irrational part of you know our brain a lot and that's when like the spiraling happens and then you're like you just need someone to kind of pull you out of it a little bit yeah but that's not silly literally at all because like even the conversation that we were having yesterday like I think the first thing I said to you was like I'm not even gonna sit here and like be like you're so pretty you're so this because like you know it and also like I'm not gonna like be so self-righteous in the fact that like I'm gonna make you feel weird for thinking that you want these things about yourself it's like we literally live like we literally live in Los Angeles where we're staring at hot people we were literally at fucking like Soho (laughs) West Hollywood Hailey Bieber had literally walked out as we were walking in like this is it's it's fucking normal it's fucking normal well not only that but like your career low-key like how you look affects your career like your career is your public forward-facing face like that it makes sense like editing videos watching myself talk back i'm like literally i hate my face i cannot you just nitpick nitpick because you're so on the screen totally 24 7 yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, even get that in meetings. Dude, I feel yeah. that all yeah. whenever I'm on fucking camera. Like, I remember, like, in this, like, in the middle of, like, 2020 pandemic, but I mean, we're still in the pandemic, but, like, when I first started yeah. doing, like, should we talk about it and things like that? That's when I started, like, making the appointment and I got under eye filler and I did all, like, I start, yeah. like, I started yep. going You're and like, thinking about oh, it. Because I was like, fucking, I got lip filler two weeks ago and it's the first filler I've ever had and I Amazing. love it. And now I want way more. And I'm like, holy shit, this is why it happens. Yeah. Like, you fix one well. little thing that I notice yeah. in myself and then I, like, get that feedback that it works and then you want to exactly. do it. It's like, it's like, it's like literally in our brains of like, you're like, oh, well, yeah. I can do more. I can do better. 
I can do better. Yep. Like, I can do yeah. more. I also wonder, I wonder where like the line is too. Cause it's like Meadow, it's like you get the, what you just said where you're like, you get the confirmation that like, it's good. Like, you know how people, we, we've been hearing it so much more in the media, like never to tell someone like their body, like, oh, like you lost weight. Like you yes. look great. Like, I yeah. wonder if that like same thing applies to when someone gets filler or like gets surgery like gets work done that like you shouldn't even say anything because then it like gives them the confirmation but like but like at the same I don't know I feel like if you're getting filler I'm one of those people that is like if you want to do something fucking do something I always think like look at the deeper meaning of it like what psychologically is going on and something again it's not that deep I just think like if you're trying we said this yesterday so if like if you're trying to enhance something that's already on your person like fine I don't it doesn't like affect me any type of way but I feel like where I get like sad is when it's you're like fully being like I hate what I look like let me look like a different human being and that's it it's like also like compare like I think it's like in my head like so this is where I knew it was not good is like I have people that like I would in theory want to look like you know in like subconsciously Mm. to when like if I want to go do like get more filler somewhere else in my face or like get a nose job whatever these things are it's like I'm seeing someone in my in my head that I would like to look like and getting these procedures would make me look closer to that. And that's as opposed to like, looking like your best yeah. self. Exactly. And that's yeah. when I'm like, okay, that's not good. You need to like get off TikTok. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good differentiation though. Yeah. yeah. Like that's that's cool that you like saw that and we're like, okay, wait, like I've had fillers before and I know what that's like, but me trying to look like something else, that's my warning sign. Like right. let me do something exactly. else to connect with my body that's not exactly. making this nose appointment. Exactly. Exactly. Like literally yeah. kind of like something that can you can still do a physical thing. I think I'm very physical in the way that like a lot of my kind of problems or like weird mental health stuff comes out. And so just doing more physical things, even if it is like a massage or like something like that or even like going to do like body work or anything like that can just at least give me some sort of like I feel like my body is like not transforming but I feel like it kind of still like gives me that kind of like thing that I need I'm like looking for you know it like sends those signals to your brain still because mind body connection is still strong so it's still sending those signals to your brain even if it's not like manipulating the way you look yeah right exactly and you also like okay you made three points that I want to talk about and I'm like taking mental notes of them and one of them (laughs) we like we talked a little bit about too yesterday where we were saying like you brought up the fact that like TikTok is like very like Tumblr like thinspo vibes and I literally was like oh oh my god like I haven't heard the phrase thinspo since I was literally in like middle school like crying in my bedroom fucking like reposting on Tumblr whatever it was called then And like, oh, yeah. that's still all over the internet, dude. Well, I've, I've just know, that's only it's showing up in weird ways, like in TikTok. In weird now. ways now, yeah, yeah, exactly. Where it's like these yeah. girls like no, are getting validated off of just like their flat belly, right? Exactly, or things like they're. It's like a lot of I think a lot of it, and like again, it's I mean the for your for you page is kind of like the algorithm it shows. Like you know, I think it's like I get a lot of stuff that is really cool and actually love TikTok so much for. I get like gardening inspo or like home inspo or like fashion yeah. stuff, which I love. But then every so often I'll either get like a hype house boy, but I'm like, we're not doing the dances. It's today. I'm not doing that. Um, not today. Or it's like a girl that'll just literally, like I was like, just literally standing there just like the most, you know, perfect idealistic body. And it has like a million likes and that there's no point. It's a 10 second video of her just like, just like having the most perfect body. And there's, literally not doing a single thing she's just standing there and it's that just it really gives me that kind of like that thinspo tumblr energy where it's just like 
the notes and the and this and everyone's looking at it and then I see all these comments that are like girls like well I'm not eating today or like mm. uh you know like now I'm like oh I'm putting down my Cheetos or like things like that and I'm just like okay are we back to this again like I thought we I thought we were moving past this you know I mean oh it's so you guys I literally just wrote a blog for Mad Happy about this like I had to look up uh eating disorders on TikTok yeah. and like the content that's being made it is out of control I had no idea how bad it was I know right because I wasn't my for you page wasn't feeding that to me but now it is because now that I was like trying to do research on it yeah yeah it's so bad oh geez and it's like it's the same shit that we were saying earlier too of like it's I always heard people talk about this but until I moved here I didn't like recognize how fucking real it was like LA is such a fishbowl and like it just it emphasizes all of this because it's like you see these people right like on tiktok and all these things but they're not like real to you because they're nowhere near your life but then like you go hiking on like runyon and you yeah, see and all so. of them like yeah. walking past you and like that's this, different i know it's yeah. just fucked and it was like i was just this is the shit that i've been thinking about a lot too recently where it's like i have to constantly like and i said this to you i was like i have to constantly remind myself like whenever i see these girls that like are perfectly done and like you know, have all these guys that like go after them. I have to remind myself like, okay, what, like I've always, you know, brought a certain thing to the table. I need to remember that that's what I bring. I need to remember that like, I still have my same face and like, that's something that's attractive to somebody else. And like fucking side note, but like, that's the shit that like, I feel like this week I've been unpacking and sorting through is like the concept of like truly like not caring more than I ever have in my life when it comes to like shooting my shot with people (laughs) yes wait give the example of what you did yesterday okay like literally yesterday first of all I've always like I think in the past like four years I've been really good at shooting my shot with like friends like I will I literally so if I literally explain to you how I met like an entire friend group in Miami like through one person that I slid into their dms like I yeah and and it worked and like you You know know what I mean like I think is that Yassi well, I, it wasn't, but that's how I met Yassi. Okay, cute. And so, it, like, I've I've been good at, I've been getting a lot better at, like, shooting my shot with friends, just being, like, I want adult female friendships that, like, I vibe with. Also, I want to unpack that when you're done unpacking, because that's so cute and lovely, and, like, I think we should all do that and talk about that way more, so yeah. sidebar Well, because I just think, like, going. I just think we live in a day and age where it's, like, we're all on the fucking internet, we're all accessible to each other, and, like, we also work in an industry where, like, it's not weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I said it to one of my friends the other day who, like, doesn't work in that, and I was, like, you should just, like, DM her, what, like, because we were, she's a, trying to be, a, or she is a comedian, and, like, I was, like, that is a similar space. Like, you could do that. She was, like, no, it's just weird to me. And I was, like, I'm telling you it's not. Like, it's not. It's, it's not just weird. not. It's not weird. Yeah. And so, anyway, I've been doing that with, like, girls in my life. And, like, just find whatever. Like, that's a thing. But then lately, the past, like, couple months, I've just been, like, fucking shooting my shot with guys. And normally I'm, like, oh, the yeah. type of girl that's 100%, like, come to me. And, like, lately, yeah, I've just yeah. been, like, fuck it. I don't even care because what fuck the fuck do I have to lose? Baby. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think it's because I'm, like, the most confident that I've been in myself in a long time. So I'm just, like, yeah. fuck you. What are you going to say to me? Like, I could literally, like yeah. the other day I was, like, talking to someone on Hinge. And, like, I said something. Like, it was a Monday and I wasn't paying attention to what day it was because I didn't care. And I responded to the guy being, like, how's your week been? And Maddie looks at me and she goes, it's literally Monday. And she goes, it's a good thing you're hot. Cause like you could just say like pretty people, we can just say whatever the fuck yeah. we want. Like, They're going to be like, okay, you how my week has been yeah. literally. <laughs> so, okay. What I did yesterday was I fucking saw this guy on my friend's stories 
And I literally DM'd him and I was like, is this man single? Like, oh my God, is he single? He was hot. And hook he responded. But yeah, also, I was like, hook us a term. It's someone you're not super close to. So that makes me even more proud of you because you really went out of your way to be like, wait, this guy is very attractive. Hook a girl wait, up. So when the path, did you, did you find well, his Instagram? He, did you I mean, like- I found his Instagram because he was tagged in it, but he my friend responded to me and was like yes he is and i was like uh fucking do a girl a solid like hello and then he was like he responded he was like we'll do we're like we'll put in a good word like whatever the fuck so like let's see let's see he better have like slid him my my instagram or something i don't know we'll see what comes of it but did you follow him no maybe you should maybe you should follow maybe i'll follow him also like not to be that person but like he doesn't sound like he has like a lot of followers so like he'll notice right yeah even better exactly we love that we also i do i am circling back to the shooting your shot with female friends on the internet one more time because you literally realize like that's how sophia and i are in love before we met literally last week (laughs) yeah that's literally what happened to us right now i know i know i know that's the beauty of it it's like it's so crazy that like it's like I was, I remember I was standing there and I was like, wow, I literally met all of these women like off like of yeah. social media. It's fucking amazing. I remember yeah. that we were dancing and you were like, this is the first time I've met you. I remember when it happened to me <laughs> and Gabby. Yeah. yeah. I know. It, and it it's feels so, so normal because, because the, here's the thing, I like know. people think it's weird, but at the end of the day, it's not like we're bonding because we like posted a pretty fucking picture. It's like we yeah. all found each no, other because we like exactly. have. We talk about such. Yeah, exactly. We, exactly. exactly. We have like similar interests yeah. and like are obsessed with like the uh, what the other one has to say. And so when we exactly. meet, it's like normal because we're like, oh. Exactly. Yeah. And also it's like, I think people too, it's like we're always like whether we want to pretend we're not or whatever, but we all are like on our phones all the time. Oh, right. Yeah. So we're used to just like. To, to seeing people and talking people and the communication is just it's different now than it was like five years ago and so I think yeah sure five maybe ten years ago would be weird as hell but now it's like it's like get over it like it's so it, you know what I mean like totally. it's such a normal thing to just like have online relationships and friendships and then having it turn into more and stuff like that but I feel like just the way that we're communicating now and always on our phones and using social media as a form of communication almost uh, even through just like stories or like close friends and like yeah. all that stuff it's just like it's valid and it's okay and I think we always try to like I don't know be like oh we're don't we're not like that like it's so you know it's like get over it like we're all in this together you know okay wait so also because you referenced being a tumblr kid like what let's let's go back to like friendships when you were little and tumble and like tumblr being a little because so so here's the thing having been internet friends with you like i don't know i don't know your life story i need like a truncated version real quick of your life story okay wow i know it's it's like such a tall order but i also like i genuinely don't know i'm so i need to know and it'll make a lot of sense i think i was mentioning this to gabby too is like it, it makes a lot of sense more that like i think people just seeing me online and then like then when they kind of understand a bit more of like who I am, how I was raised, some of the shit I've been through, all of that. Like I know what you were unpacking in your journal posts like two weeks ago, but I don't know your childhood story. You know, it's so cute. Like you're so open, but then there's certain things I'm like, I would love to know what she was like as a kid. Like I don't know. Because I feel like sometimes like, because especially since you post, like you're so open, I feel like so open. And like, I mean this in like a good way. So don't take it in a bad way. But like, I feel like sometimes like it, when we don't know anything else about someone's life and we like we meet them at like this halfway point in their life it's like you were born at 24 in my brain do you know what I mean exactly oh 100% no it's weird and it's like you're just seeing this like new version yeah no it's so odd it's so odd but it's it's also just like you know it's 
it's hard to put that's why I want to do a podcast episode on like my beginning because I feel like it makes more sense um but basically I guess the shorter version so I was raised in LA born and raised um, which is such a unicorn nowadays yeah Yeah, I know I know literally like true LA baby um I most my parents I'm an only child um I have two wonderful parents I am obsessed with them that are artists right they are. They are. They're very, like, I describe them as, like, new age hippies, um, just in the sense of, like, they're very liberal and very open and very uh, creative and intelligent, and they value, I mean, we have, like, the same values. It wasn't like so I was cool. raised in an environment that, you know, was very different than how I live now, or I didn't have to ever kind of, like, disconnect from my family or my parents. Um, we pretty much are in the same, the same kind of, like, line. Um, and... They just were, I mean, growing up, I was, I feel like I've lived, like, five lives at this point. Like, I feel exhausted with, like, how much <laughs> I've like, lived. You know what I mean? You're, like, like five I'm, out of nine done before 24. Like, Jesus Christ, I'm let me exhausted. slow down. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it was, I mean, I didn't always have a good relationship with them. Um, I think it went from, like, when I was young I really enjoyed, I was very like dreamy little girl. Like I was very in my own head and my dad's, I was very kind of quiet and very um, just, I don't know, but I was very early on, I was very introduced to like art and um, music and culture. I mean, I literally went to like, I went to a Jewish preschool. I'm not Jewish, I'm not any religion. I went to a Jewish preschool and then went to like an all black Mexican school for like four years, preschool, I mean not preschool, um, kindergarten through like third grade. I was the only somewhat like I because I'm I'm Mexican Italian, but I was the only like white white girl there, and it was so amazing because I remember being, I just was so like, I don't know like I guess I just I was I was so used to then having like all just it was just crazy. Like by the time I was in like fifth grade, I had seen like every type of person and culture and and whatnot, and then I went to a more kind of like white kind of sh- more sheltered, a little more wealthy. Um, elementary and middle school, um, which I started immediately kind of getting in trouble. And my middle school, it started where I was just like, I really got sexualized and super um, just kind of like, I just grew up too fast. Mm, Like I immediately started having this like this girlfriend group in sixth and seventh grade who they were like a cult. Like they were the mean girls. Um, They would do really terrible things. I was getting in trouble, hanging out with like you know, the, the bad boys and like they, we would go smoke in the like alleyway by Panda Express and like Dude, young girls go- are nuts, by the way. Like yeah. that group yeah. of like young yeah. and cold friend groups. Insane. Like an actual nuts. cult. Like, yeah, it's, it's so t- like we had like a leader and like she would like we would people. It was the most insane thing. Oh, ever. and they and, like, make you so- do like yeah. fucked up shit, like steal from your parents oh, yeah. or steal from the store. Yeah. You can't be our friend or oh, go do that. Like fucked yeah. up shit stuff it was like middle school was just like a fucking like that was like it just it really like either kind of like makes or breaks you either like have like a decent middle school experience and you're kind of like acute like no I was like immediately like Abercrombie kid section wearing like the tiniest little tight shirts and the short shorts you know and like just immediately like oh like this is a power of mine like I was I was a very late bloomer so my body was still kind of I was still very like small and kind of like wasn't as developed, but I was immediately just still like, I was very in tune with like the power of my sexuality and my womanhood already. Um, And I wasn't ready for it, I don't think. So I think I just got super pushed into that and I was super 
um, just harassed by my friend's older brothers and teachers. And it was just, it was sexuality consumed me at such a young age. And so it was something then I kind of took it and ran with it. So then I went. Wait, to, sorry, I, I have to pause you real quick. Can you fucking time? imagine TikTok in that? Oh movie? my God. I, no, it'd be done for me. I, I'd be, it'd be done. It'd be I done. can't I even imagine. Like that no. already all, I'm sure all of us can relate to some level of that experience. It sounds yeah. like it defined yours more than maybe others, but like, holy fucking yeah. shit that coupled with, so I can't even, we have It'd to be, be teaching worst. kids tools because how the fuck are we supposed yeah. to get through this? Anyway, keep going. Yeah. I had to just No, I, I think about all the time because then, so then I, we did have like Tumblr. I remember having yes. like MySpace mm-hmm. a little bit and Facebook. Did you ever have Formspring? Oh, Formspring was, Formspring was fucked up. My high school like, had like a gossip girl yeah, on Formspring. No, 100%, 100%. Oh my God, it was terrifying. Yeah. Keep going. Terrible. Yeah, so there was there was things like that that came into play, of course, and it was like about just you know the popularity and just the obsession with that. Um, and I just got really, I just had a whole different like these kind of waves of who I was, and obviously you're figuring yourself out. But I never went to academia. I'll tell you that much. Was never good in school. Never cared. Immediately right off the bat, was like, okay, cool. I'm like gonna be a hot girl, and that's my thing. Gonna run with it. Don't give a fuck about school, whatever. Um, You're like, if this identity is going to be thrown on me this yeah. much without well, my choice, yeah. I'm going to take it and own it. Exactly. Exactly. Because yeah. like, what else are you going to do? I'm like, what else it are you gonna feels do? good to be wanted and admired and, and to feel like you're in, I think it's like, you can't, I couldn't even, I didn't have the, the brain space and the knowledge to go against well, that. Well, yeah, because it's being thrown on you now. from, it's being thrown on you from such a young age. And like, also it's exactly yeah. what Meadow said. Like if someone is throwing an identity onto you so, so much, you're like, okay, well then that's yeah. obviously all I'm good for. And like, that's obviously what my right. purpose exactly. is here. So let's exactly. fucking run with exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. And, and it worked for a bit. And then I just got, it got really dangerous and intense and it kind of just completely felt like I was kind of living a lie for like mm. seven or eight years. Wow. That's, that's a like long time. Did you acknowledge it to yourself? Like, did you in? Not until I was like 21. That's what I was going to say. Because when you're 20. in it, it's like oh no, how it's so yeah. hard to have that perspective in it. It's always like hindsight that helps. Okay. So wait, you're 21, you're 21 years old and it hits you in the face. You're like, this isn't me. I feel misunderstood. What well, happened? So it took me through a whole thing where like, so middle school happened. I eventually like, I mean, I was like, I said, a late bloomer. I went to a private school for two years. Um, cause my parents thought that would help me. It didn't. Um, went back to public school was super like ditching class and ditching lunch to go smoke American blue cigarettes and like, you know, go fucking just, I was wearing like classic, like little, I want to be an American apparel model. Oh, so yeah. I was, Oh, like, I can picture it. To those. Yep. Yeah. On the, you know, the mid, the little skirts I was wearing, but I was super also the weird thing about me that I think, um, goes back to like more of my childhood is like my parents were super, 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 super like my mom was a writer. My dad was an artist photographer they they just like valued they didn't let me have cable tv they didn't let me really watch tv they were like we were going to museums every weekend I would wake up and my dad would be like drinking tea meditating and reading books they would like just I had the most like they that's what they valued and and I hated it growing up because I was like fuck this I want to watch Spongebob and eat Cheetos (laughs) yeah your Joe's uh, healthy food and you're going to fucking read. My mom literally gave me an erotica book. Shut up. Like erotica novel when I was literally like 14 was like, you should read this. Um, yeah, like literally. Or maybe Dude, that's read, like, gonna be me as a mom. Yeah, literally same. <laughs> that's how like 
And I, that's why like, I'm so grateful because I know so many people have so many issues with their parents and with their families. And I never take for granted, not a single day that I have such a beautiful relationship with them oh, and that I'm so able to awesome. say that they gave me, I know. So, and it, sometimes it feels weird because I had such a, I had such a fucked mental health that I'm like, wow, like I can't blame it on like, it's because it, I have friends who have terrible childhoods and, and they're even better off than I am sometimes. And so I've dealt with a lot of guilt growing up too of like, I'm in therapy or meeting a new therapist and they're like, so tell me about your, do you have daddy issues? And I'm like, no, I actually mm. like love my father. He's the best man I've ever met in my life. I'm obsessed with him. Um, there's no reason why I date toxic men. I just do, you know, well, or let like, let me just say, I think when people blame their parents, Gabby and I talk about this a lot too. Like it is such a fucking cop out. Like if I hear someone be yeah. like, Oh, like my parents did this to me. I guess what? I had a traumatizing ass childhood and I, yeah. I'm stable too. And I don't blame I mean, I will say they're human. Hold on. Like, I, okay. Sometimes pause, there's pause, abuse. pause. I okay. think that sometimes it's look, the reason that we are the, the human beings that we are. I mean, look, this is also me and like all of my fucking Hoffman coming out. The reason that we are the way that we are, like, I, I, I really believe that, like, we learn behaviors. Obviously, we're fucking yes. animals. Mm -hmm. And either we're completely mimicking a behavior or we're rejecting it and we're doing the opposite. Right. So I do believe that, like, there is shit that comes from our childhood, whether or not our childhood was great or not. Like, right. you pick, Absolutely like, right. our parents at the end of the day. And this isn't to say, like, we all need to go home and make a list of all the fucked up things our parents did to us. But I do think that, like whether our parents are never going to be perfect people and that's not a reason to blame them and exactly. say fuck you for making me whatever whatever but i think it is a cool tool to understanding ourselves more and so like sure. yeah exactly i think like there, exactly like there want. is something to be said where it's like these people literally raised us implanted right. shit in our brain and we either adopted it or rejected it so like there is something right. to be said i don't like i don't like the blame game of like this is your fault and now i'm not going to do That's anything about it the blame game because right, it's like exactly. you're only going to get over it by you acknowledging your own exactly. behaviors and your how own you also perceive right. situations and what you end up doing with it exactly. you know because you can take trauma like even same with like rape or with uh, you know death or any of these kind of things too and it's like you can't just you don't have to just say okay this happened to me fuck it. I'm just like, I'm done. It's like you, you take, you know, you take that situation that's really terrible. Um, and then you, what do you do with that? You know, how do you, you know, change it and put into your, you know, your, how you progress your life with that? Cause it's still, kind of the only know? option. Like, that's what I always say about being optimistic. It's like, you can either use it to be like, okay, what do I do now? Like, how do I move right. through this? What do I do? Exactly. Or you can like blame someone else or right. get stuck on those well, things. I want to, I want to go back to like what you were saying when, you realize like at 21 that this was like the pivotal moment because that sounds like it's a time in your life where sh like everything sort of pivots. So like what happened? Well, a lot of, so, so, okay. So to continue that, so basically I got into high school really bad. I was in relationships that were very, um, just men pleasing, just completely like still needing to be like, I didn't even know how to like, you know, I was a super sexual person, sexual being, but I was very scared of men. I was very, very terrified of them. And so I dated guys younger than me, slightly, like not like in a creeper way, but just like slightly younger so I could have control. Um, I was dating men and our guys, boys, um, that were just kind of like, I would have sex with them. I started, I had sex when I was 15 for the first time and it was absolutely terrible, forced into it, wasn't ready, didn't like the guy. That happened a few times, just very like, you know, like the relationships I was in, I was like not that into it. Um, I had one that was like absolutely amazing and I was in love with him and it was, I would still like marry him to this day, but it's fine. Anyways, 
but that was really special. I had one, but there was a lot of these things that were happening and I just started rebelling more and more. I mean, I was like the worst child. I don't know how my parents didn't just completely send me to boarding school. Like I stole my dad's car. I would sneak out every night. I was doing drugs. I was drinking. I like literally would just be like, but like my parents would like catch me sneaking out. And I'd be like, fuck you. I'm leaving. Like really terrible, like no respect for them. And they would ground me and do stuff but they also were like you know they I'm their only child I don't think they wanted to kind of just banish me and then never see me I think they were also scared of like my mom's told me now because we're so open like I think they're scared of losing right. me and so they didn't want to like yeah really you know like you know sometimes I hear people being like well they should have like not hit you but just like really like you know said you can't do that but they were they, they had one girl they didn't want to like if they would have done something way worse of like you know to kind of, I don't know, anything, they would have probably never seen me again, you know? And so also because they did of they how, did. like, creative and cool and interesting and into self-growth, like, if your dad was already meditating, he didn't want to, like, yeah. yell at you so you figured it right. out. He wanted to guide no. you so you figured yeah. it out yourself, you know? Exactly. So. And that well, because that's the that. thing is, like, they were so good with that. They were so when good kids, with that. like, I feel like when kids, I mean, I'm not a parent no, nor anywhere close to it, but, like, I feel like oftentimes when kids, like, are rebelling and acting out, what scares them is like their of, of not ever being open with their parents ever and like continuing yes. down that behavior is when they're scared of their parents exactly. and so if you're if you, if you have like a loving home like a lot of times I feel like people have the misconception of like well your parents didn't fucking discipline you and blah, blah 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 but it's like a look how you turned out now you're fucking amazing and b it's like that probably is a large part due to the fact that you always knew that you had somewhere safe to come back to where people I loved did. you I always knew that and that's why like yes I would act out and yes I was a bad and 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 it was crazy because so then all this happened to the same time so it was like kind of the mainly like high school years I also just got severe I was already in the psychiatrist's office at like 14 um on medication Lexapro and Wilbutrin high doses for for depression and anxiety it was so bad I was like totally like dark like listening to like Elliot Smith and like Mazzy Star and like like reading poetry and I was very like I was a smart girl I did really love learning and I loved um music and art and I was very like cultured from a very young age because of my parents so I but then I just saw the darkness of the world at a very young age too. So like when I would I would read really really dark literature and watch like Donnie Darko and Virgin Suicides. Oh my god, Donnie movies. Darko like, in high school. Oh yeah. I, like, I was in love with him. He would. I'd yeah. always write down like that was my. He was like my favorite character. And I just I was a very dark girl, and I saw dark stuff. And I would have like these dark dreams, and I'd like draw them. I was a really big artist too, and I would draw these characters. And I was I felt like I was crazy like when I was younger I always thought I was just mentally like not okay and I would tell my therapist I would have therapists I've had like seven therapists at this point and and just a lot of and I had at that point too I was having extreme panic attacks to where like I would run down the street my dad had to like tackle me and I'd be going to the hospital and I I was all like what age did that start do you mind me well, asking? 15 15, 15. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's when it was and it was nothing this the weirdest part about my anxiety and and my mental health journey is that it was never I've never had social anxiety in my life I've never had any like it's never like an external anxiety usually it's all this like I'm scared of my own brain I'm scared mm -hmm. of my own thoughts I'm scared of going crazy I'm scared of like the world around me and mm -hmm. and knowing these dark things and like how weird life is and I think I over like I get overstimulated and that's mm -hmm. when the anxiety comes out and then it's like I get depression because I'm either like it's just my you brain don't know how to cope with the anxiety or I don't yeah. know how to exactly and I think this is my life forever what am I gonna do I can't do this 
I think is a weird, it's like they go hand in hand. A lot of times anxiety, right? It's like they're hand in hand. So that all was happening. My parents were trying to figure that out. I was trying to figure it out. I was also hating, you know, going to psychiatrists and filling out those stupid fucking forms that were like, one to 10, like how often do you want to kill yourself? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The fucking Likert scales. If I see one oh more Likert God. scale. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. I'm yeah. learning more actual like bad shit. Um, By these forms. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. I'm learning like, wor- like, yeah, like how, like, yeah, worse, like anxiety symptoms. Um, But then I think medication helped a bit. I ended up like finding, I had good friends, but you know, a lot of, I'm trying to like sum it up into all like, I mean so much, but I think, so then when I got to be out of high school, I had a really fun few years out of high school I was in a relationship still but I was a bad person like I was cheating on my my boyfriends I was I was hooking up with my friends boyfriends I I I went by this like my whole like phrase or thing I was like I was like a nihilist a complete nihilist like I okay that in my journal like I am a nihilist it'd be like nihilism buddhism and like orgasm I'd like write that everywhere on my little journals like that was like (gasps) my little thing (laughs) I just, I think I really saw that on Tumblr was like, yes, this is it. This is my like fucking Tumblr, man. <laughs> Tumblr, this is man. my identity now. Yeah. yeah. Literally. I'm like, this is me. Um, but it, you know, it was, I was very much like had zero care for anyone else in my own life. Like, I think when you get so numb and depressed too, or anxious, you just don't care about anything and anyone. And it's hard to, because nothing feels real. You can't even like, and that was comforting to me at the time, you know? And so, and then when it got to this point when I was older, so 21, 22 was very intense for me. I went through a whole series of like, my parents kind of kicked me out at 18. I had to kind of like do my own thing. They shut me, they shut off like all financial stuff. I was working a ton. I was working since I was like 16, 17, didn't go to college. Um, Ended up just kind of like, I worked on production because my family's in it. So that was really intense. It was like 12 hour days. And I was working for the first time though, like in a really serious job and I was making actually decent money and like really kind of like feeling like an adult. And I was living kind of not by myself, but with roommates and stuff in Hollywood. And I had a boyfriend, I started having a boyfriend, which is my ex. Um, And that kind of happened. But then I got really, I also dealt with more sexual I had a really bad which I'm kind of open about but like a really bad rape and like sexual assault situation that like was right before my last relationship so when I was like 21 or 20 and I got really involved in like the whole Hollywood scene so like One Oak, Delilah, going out, partying, hanging out with rappers like that's the whole ASAP Rocky era like all of that okay okay right and that was all happening and I got that was like I was like really like you know thick and Instagram model yep. like that kind of thing I really because I, I got into that Hollywood world after high school and like it kind of just like got ramped up um, but got in a really sticky situation with a kind of like well-known but very scary man and that's when I got and way to prey on all of the things that you got thrown into too early in your childhood yeah. like perfectly like that yeah. kind of dynamic and social exactly. scene and people and like that that preys perfectly on like your hurt area exactly. 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 And again, back to like the whole sexuality thing and like that being my identity, it was like, okay, this is it. We're going with it. I was even thinking about being a stripper at one point. Um, and like thinking I was like only like that was, but it was just before OnlyFans. So I was like, I really was like, and nothing wrong with being a stripper, but that was like, I was really thinking like that was my like trajectory. Like that was what I was like heading towards. Um, and I was fine with it, but then it just got, so after the whole like sexual assault problem and everything like that, I just, it started affecting me physically and into my relationship. 
Um, and it just was like, I kept having like these really visceral reactions to then like modeling or doing things that had to do with my body. Cause it was just like freaking me out. And then I was in this kind of good relationship and we ended up moving in together. I got my own place cause I was making decent money working and stuff. And then it just went, that's whenever the whole pivotal moment kind of happened. This is where the mm. high count even came from was for me, basically there was a moment when like I was overworking. I was so anxious from the, from not dealing with the situation um, and then also having this new relationship where I was trying to manage like the two, you know, like dealing with something that was so traumatic and then incorporating how I was feeling into a new relationship that was also weird and new um, and then also having all this like new job and new place to live and stuff. And so I lost like 45 pounds overnight, like, literally in like five months. I don't know if you guys are following. Oh. I know Gabby wasn't, but I don't know if you were following me when I was really, really thin. It was only like two or no. years ago. I was like, I mean, I, I feel know. like we started talking right when I started following you. Cause oh. I don't remember who, I don't know if it was Maddie or someone, but yeah, I think yeah. I I've seen you talk about it now, but yeah, I never, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I really, I was so ill. Like I was in, like, I had to go to eating disorder recovery center, like inpatient, yeah. like full yeah. on could not like I was going to be hospitalized I was so underweight didn't have a period for a year and a half could not gain weight was like this like I didn't even know my and you body were used to being like the thick girl you were used right. to being that so curvy yeah. always and I've ne I literally didn't think my body could get to that place but I was wow. so I would have a panic attack every day and this was I was off oh. medication at this point it was like the worst thing ever and then my relationship was going downhill because I had no libido and I was totally. he was really mean to me just all the stuff so that was the hap what happened I think I was like about like 21, 22, and I was like, shit hit the fan. When like, I wasn't dealing with any of this traumatic stuff that happened in my in my young adulthood, the rape, all of that, and just being a shitty human being for like seven years when I had that weird like, who am I? I, I feel like I was just acting for my mm -hmm. whole life so far. This um, was truly your dark night of the soul. It was, yeah, literally. Yeah. It all came yeah. to a head, and that's why I think my body was like rejecting everything and was yes. making me so okay. ill because it was like, you we can't do we can't do this you're you're faking it was forcing you to stop through. it is it was forcing me to freaking stop and so it was july of last year or 2020 that i really turned around like i had that moment and then i started healing for a year um it took a long time to get my body back to like more like how it is now it took so long people don't realize like that sometimes it can just take you know to heal all of that because I, then i had therapists and i was Think about medication again, and I was in that treatment center. And so, you it takes a long time to get yourself back sometimes after. That. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, yes. you know, even can take it's also like still a journey. I'm still like, but I am so much better than I've ever been in my life. Like, I think in the last was like, inpatient the thing that kind of triggered you wanting to work on yourself. Like, did you want to do that when going into inpatient? Yeah. And I was only in it for a week because mine wasn't related to like my body image as much. So, okay. they couldn't really help me as more much. panic. Right. It was more anxiety. Just my mental health was making me not eat. It wasn't as much as like, I don't, I want to be, I hated being thin. I really was like, I can't sit on the ground. I can't, I couldn't sit on a bench because my, my butt was so bony. Like oh I'm not, you guys, I, I was had bruises in my knees from like laying on my side. Oh, yeah. Like it was yeah. so terrible. And, um, I, the, the, so to finish it off was last July, I finally broke up with my boyfriend, my the toxic ex. I mm -hmm. said I'm fucking done, and I moved in. We got I got a place downtown with this amazing girl who I knew in high school. We moved in together, 
And literally two months later, I got my period back. I gained weight. I was in therapy. I was eating normally. It was like oh a whole fucking 360, 180. 180. 180. The whole fucking 360. Whole 360. Baby. We're back to the beginning. All of the sides. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> dude. Complete shift. And that's why I feel like I've, I I know that was so much. No, I feel but like it makes that was just, it I just makes out, like everything. Sense. No, this was so good. I have so many follow up questions. Yeah. I know. But it makes sense. You guys are understanding it makes more. So much sense. Right. Like, that's I why feel this account, like really went because it was my own way of like healing. I was learning. I was listening to podcasts and reading self help books. And I was like, taking all this info and nutritional info and just like putting it into one fucking account that I was just sharing with my friends. And all of a sudden it just like other people resonated because we all go through this in some way, shape or form, whatever it looks like. We all go through these moments of like extreme, like pivotal moments, darkness, sickness, back up to health. You know, we have, go through this shit you know and you did it in real time I think that's the difference is a lot of accounts will will heal through the thing to then share about it I do that like I don't always want to share shit that I'm unpacking in real time like it because sometimes you don't well we fucking talk about that all the time we talk about that all the time like I'm always saying that like for me it's so easy to talk about something that I went through three years ago but if I'm something that I'm going through right now it's really difficult but this makes so much sense but Soph was like I just have friends so let me just share everything that I'm doing in real time because these are just my friends and then all of a sudden you have like 70,000 friends yeah. but that makes sense as to why the 70,000 yeah. friends are there because they recognize the authenticity yeah. in all of it exactly. and they feel so seen through what you're going through yeah. slash like I just let me take a pause and say like I feel so fucking honored that you sat here and like walked us oh, through that seriously yeah, that because I feel yeah. like I mean I understand you like I know we're new friends but I feel like I understand you on yeah. such a deeper level as a friend like I appreciate so much context yeah, yeah. yeah so more context for sure you know what I mean like as a like okay what you're unpacking today There are so many new layers that I now understand and feel towards that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When I post my silly little little stories, you're like, okay, okay, it makes sense. No, it makes so much sense. Yeah. It makes so much sense. Wow. I'm like digesting. I know. know, Me too. Okay. I have a lot of follow-up questions that I don't know where to start. I think I want to start with this one. In in After the Dark Night of the Soul. Okay. So here's actually where I want to start. And it's kind of a selfish start. It's because one, I'm obsessed with Paradigm Shift, which if no one knows is Sophia's journaling book. I don't know yeah. even what to call it. It's yeah. like 65 well, pages of journaling prompts. Yeah, I send yeah. it out on the Mad Happy Hotline all the time to get people started. Yeah. So like, Amazing. were you, because I kind of see this for you. Maybe I'm just projecting because I was like this too, but like that 2008, seven Tumblr, like Donnie Darko obsessive I could see that translate to journaling really well yes yes I was okay so is is, did you morph that from being almost like your stream of consciousness coping what you go through and then did you come back to that in your healing or did someone reintroduce it towards you did you always do it like what what were like your go-to healing structures or like coping strategies during that shift well, if I think I was always into writing was always really easy for me. I was pen and paper. Your mom's a writer, was, huh? Yeah, I was. Yeah, exactly. And she yeah. always, and I was just, I always had to do, I always had to do like pen and paper, drawing, writing. Yeah. It was so easy for me to express that way. Um, I was always big on lists. I've been making lists since Ooh, I was girl. like, yeah, like 10. Yeah. I, I was Love like, a list. List. Um, so I think Love it was list. easy for me. And I forget that some people, like whenever I introduce this whole ebook, I still get messages or when I talk about journaling and people are like, well, like I opened a page and I don't know what to start writing. And I, for me, I'm like, I, that could never be me because I, I like, I'm like, I need to open, like, I'm just ready. There's, I don't have enough 
like fucking hand like strength to write. hand cramps yeah if yeah. i didn't yeah. have hand cramps i could be going for exactly. days yeah. and i forget yeah. that some people it doesn't come as easy and so that was my whole thing was like whenever i was i was using these prompts and they were kind of coming to me because it was like what i actually needed and i actually when I was writing the ebook, it was a lot of like, I was using the prompts, like literally as I needed them, like I would like use them to actually heal. And that's why I think I felt such like a connection to it because I was like actually actively using them. It wasn't just like something I was like, well, okay, like thinking about it and then like writing them down. Like I was like totally. really working through that shit myself. Um, but I also just felt like everyone needed a, you kind of need a place to start sometimes if you're not, I had to like go outside of myself and be like, okay, like not everyone is, it's not easy to write for everyone. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, and that was something that just writing is just so healing. I think even if you're writing a list or a grocery list or something dumb or like weird little, like I, I do like mind dumps, like that helped me mm-hmm. so much just writing every single morning first thing, um, things like that. But also like just listening to a lot of like other people that have healed and like other, like I listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't listen to a lot of self-help now because I just am like, it's too much for Don't me. Don't get it's me too much. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's no, no. I'm like, I need a novel. I need like interesting, like I need interesting stuff. I don't I, like actual stories. Like I don't want self help. But at the time, when you're like down and out, I loved hearing about other people's healing stories. Like Melissa Wood Health just like changed my life because I listened to a podcast um, with her on it, and like just hearing other people talk that it, like they've made it through the other side to the other side was like so helpful. So I'd say like that and lots of just like even verbally me talking, like I would voice voice note my own thoughts just like on a walk. Oh, I love it's telling wow. people to do that. Like if you don't have a therapist, just talking to your so voice notes. Therapeutic. Sometimes you just yeah. – and then you like – sometimes it'll be like 40 minutes deep and I'm like, whoa, I needed to get all of this, you know? Yeah. No, it's the best. It's the best. No Wait, wonder she has a podcast. Like I'm going to – I'm going to – psychoanalyze you and tell me I'm totally wrong like don't I'm just throwing something out here do you feel like another reason why writing came to you so easily or why you turned to it so much was because you were forced to psychiatry at a young age and you didn't like them 100% yeah no no did you ever go back to therapy during your dark night of the soul and have a good experience or no um I did but it was hard for me like it was hard I did but it was like it would be really hard because I, I was so caught in a web of so much shit of like trauma and like mm-hmm. all this other, then also new stuff continuing to happen. So when you're trying to like heal and then also like heal old wounds, but then also new, new wounds are like forming. You're like, okay, this Ooh. is like too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird in between. Like I was focusing on it like, it brings up new wounds. It really does. Yeah. I, I understand yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It like keeps cutting. I'm like, all right. Yes, it keeps that horse. I'm like, I'm done. Okay. Wait, question, question. Yeah. Okay, so you start this. You started your account when you were like in real time healing, and you still yeah. are, and you still share yeah. that stuff. Because of that, slash, because now it's your full time job, right? Yeah. Do you feel like you owe your followers anything, or are you just like I'm Ooh, doing me, and question. people are just watching? It's half and half with me. I think half of me is very. That's why I think one thing I've also been working through recently is like I think people expect a lot for me because I I've put out so much content that's not just like you know like pretty photos like I put out a lot of like actual content that is people can like take stuff from you know like journal prompts or like recipes I used to do tons more recipes and things like that what you're going through like you do a lot of unpacking in real time too yeah Yeah. Yeah, exactly even on your stories yeah and so then I think like I haven't been off of my stories and I know that it's one of my most annoying traits as, a, as an Instagrammer, but like I just do it anyways because it's just like whatever. 
but I don't I haven't gone off stories or off of posting in like literally over two years like I literally even when I had the abortion whenever I've been going yeah. through my worst days I'm still like what's up I'm having yeah. a day I love that I feel like that's why so many people love it that is I think so too but I think it also does leave an expectation of like if I'm not showing up at all people are like what's up where are you what do you have for breakfast like we're we're like what's going on like Sophia like where are you and I think people expect so much of me day to day but at the same time I honestly with social media the only way I've been able to be online every day and feel sane through all of this and through just being a fucking influencer or whatever is that I just don't I just try not to literally give a fuck like I don't even really second I was just gonna say that but like do you feel that or do they feel that expectation I literally I think I'm just like you know what I'm I literally don't even sometimes I'll post things and I'm like wow why did I post I didn't even like look twice at that but that's the only way I can stay sane is if I'm just posting as I'm going saying shit and then just like uh, like take it or leave it well because I mean this like after you said the thing about you talking and like um like talking into your voice notes and like that was your form of like a little therapy for yourself like that makes so much sense to me as to like even why you post the way that you post because it's literally your account is a stream of consciousness in like a non-annoying way where like that's why you I've always been fascinated ever since I like stumbled upon your page because it's like it's so voyeuristic like people just like want to fucking know what the fuck is going on and like oh, even when we were at dinner and Sarah was like I literally you don't even have to tell me what you did yesterday because like I'm watching it right now no, no. but it's the thing hilarious. is like I think sometimes and I've never even thought about it this way but I feel like like I mean not sometimes all the fucking time like social media especially like it just gets such a bad rap and people are like oh get off your phone get off get, get off that but it's because like yes social media can be toxic but it is a lot of to do with our own personal mentality going into it and our use and it's like you exactly like you are literally being like actually it's kind of therapeutic for me because I go into it being like I don't give a it's like your your Instagram is your voice notes it is no it is exactly and I honestly think it's so like not fun but I just don't because I think I'm just not putting a lot of pressure on myself and like making sure that all my content is super curated that I think I'm just exactly it's like I'm just like free for all like I will show you everything that I I just take people through my days every single day and it's just like that's fun for me and it's just like I don't it's like I'm not even trying to think about how the people perceive it I'm just like this is it I'll give little tidbits share like moments that I like and it's just I'm really just taking people through the journey of my own life but I think people do attach to it and like it. well so that's what's weird is the consumption habits because like not to put you on blast but we've all we've all being like me and Gabby have seen when people reach out to you with like very weird personal DMs and you're like hey like this is my sounding board this is my space but being on your close friends is like my favorite thing of all time oh my favorite thing (laughs) your close friends beats every close friends literally like the tea I either am just talking shit or I come with like some hey guys I got I'm pregnant it's so good like your close friends is what keeps me going it's but also like that's what happens though it's like it is your sounding board and that's so cool but I think if other people parasocial relationships I love that phrase my new favorite phrase I think it's parasocial right where it's like it's a new thing that's happening where it's like it's almost like people commenting on Kim Kardashian's photo being like oh my god yes girl love that and like she's not gonna fucking ever see that you're literally forming a relation a one-sided relationship with someone on the internet people do that with like I get like DMs are just like oh my god yes girl I love that shit too and I'm like I'm not responding to this like you know what I mean but it's hard because then like sometimes it leads to this friendship 
Exactly. That's what's. But and then right. sometimes it's really yeah. weird and consumption, and like they yeah. just want more of you. It's so yeah. weird. Like how how do you how did have you, you know met you trust followers? Of, yeah, like yeah. Wh- okay, yeah. One. Why do we? Why do you trust us? <laughs> why do you trust us? For real though, like actually, like what gives you like that? Like what gives you that like that? What's that shift of like? Oh, there are people I can be friends with, or oh, they're I just think projecting it's mutual friends. As, yeah. I, as bad as that. As bad as I I feel saying that, it's like if I see that someone has as fo- as someone people that I know that I like are following, you know this person. I'm like, oh, it okay. feels like I know yeah, yeah, I do. I just do, and I think a lot of times too, people can come at me very like fan like as opposed to being like, you know, as like friends, and that's weirder for me. And I'm like, Meh. like I'm not gonna like engage with that as much as and I know that sounds really bitchy, but like I just feel like it doesn't. It sounds like at- boundaries. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just kind of like, yeah. exactly. Like, I, I really had to set that where, like, I, I have constantly, like, thousands of unread DMs because I can't even, like, I don't even want to go there. There's questions that, again, are very either personal or, like, super, super, like, wanting me to give them a full list of something or, like, wanting me to, like, answer it asks too much. questions. Yeah, it's like I'm a therapist. I'm like, I'm not anything. I'm not, like, I'm just a 20. I don't fucking know. I'm yelling I'm on the internet for you to watch along if you want to. Right, like they've thrown a responsibility onto you. Also, like from the fan perspective, like, and this is shit that I've noticed with like when I'm like out with Maddie and like people will fucking come up to her. Like it, because this doesn't happen to me with my two followers. Like I think like it's what I've noticed when when people, a lot of times when people are like fans, it's like they don't even want to, they're not interested in having a conversation with you. They're interested in like yelling at you and being like, oh my God, like you did this. It's like, they don't care. They don't care about having the conversation. They don't care about Sophia, the human being. You know what I mean? Not not everyone. It's just, that's been an observation I've made. And it's, it's like, I've gotten people out when I was at Pilates or when like I'm at the flea market and it's Mm. always when I look rough as fuck too. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) and someone like taps on the shoulder and they're like so and I'm like oh no <laughs> or I'm like I one time just funny fans or I have to this was like when I went to Santa Barbara with my now boyfriend but he was like very much like we were still oh like, my god he's like who am I dating oh no yeah and he had no idea that I he just knew like my personal page like not my like at all like I had no idea that I had this because it was like a month and a half in like I'm not gonna tell him like hey I'm like a fucking influencer anyway so so we're at this fucking restaurant. We're hungover as shit. Oh, no. And it's like, I'm wearing like the most insane, like put together from like my, you know, like my like. um Night before um, outfit. Like, just, like, just like, yeah, whatever. Um, Literally some girl comes up to our table. Like she's like the waitress. And she's like, oh my God, hi. Like I'm your big, she's like shaking. And my boyfriend and his friend look at each other and they're like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Like, yeah. The friend was there. Yeah, it was, and I was like, oh my god, and I was gonna like shut her up. I was gonna, you like, wanted to be like, like, they don't know, they don't know. <laughs> like I'm, I'm incognito. Like, I'm like, if you say podcast, I'm gonna lose it. Like don't, because <laughs> like he didn't know he's gonna be searching for my podcast. Yeah, and literally, like I then like I was like, oh my god, and, like just acted, but it was like so terrible and of course the guy i'm seeing orders like seven fucking bloody marys and like we look like a fucking like drunk couple oh, wait, like, what did he like, say what did he say when she left he was like what like are you like fate like what what's going on and i'm like oh i think I, just, I think she knows me i made it this whole thing i was like i think she knows me from like a friend that i knew that went to santa barbara like i made it like totally. we have mutual and then, but then they like fucking kept joking they're like oh we're gonna are we gonna like run to someone you're like famous like here we like paparazzi like just stupid and i'm like 
But now he gets it. Yeah. He also, the last thing was, like, before he found out about any of this, um, we follow each other on Spotify. And I have, like, almost 5,000 Spotify followers, right? Which, like, no like, one has followers yeah, exactly. on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> but he was, like, he like he called me. The second he followed me, he's like, why the fuck do you yeah. have, like, 5,000 <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Like, that's crazy. I just, I just like, did not She's understand. Like, I like know people like my, my playlist. Yeah. I know. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> Literally, oh when everything God. came out and, like, he had the podcast episodes, he saw my account. He's like, Sophia, everything is – he thought I was, like, undercover, like, someone. Like, he would, like – he was, like, me and my She's friend, Hannah Montana. Oh, my God. Were, yeah, he thought that I was, like, running some sort of, like, crazy like underground business that I would like had like a, like I was like a porn star or like something like I was like something like really like like He's, like, like on like, Patreon like yeah literally <laughs> like this like, he thought I was like doing something so insane like sketchy he was like yeah I've always been weird out by you like I don't understand and then and so now it all makes just, sense like, your account talking about journaling and like processing trauma <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh yeah, it's so fucking sexy and like undercover. <laughs> like, oh my god! Wow, it's so funny. Do you feel yeah. like it's brought you guys closer now that he knows? So much closer. Cool. Oh my god, that's the only reason why I think we're still like we're really like I'm so obsessed with him and like he's we're so in like in sync because he he's the first guy that's ever like not that I this count wasn't I haven't had it for too long but he's the first guy I've really like that I've dated that I've told about it and like have been like a he doesn't follow it. I told him I don't want him to. I'm like, yeah. please don't. Like, I don't need that. Like, I just, like, don't want you to, you know. Well, he's yeah. also your it's, first it's boyfriend you. that you've had since you've been, like, far more healed than previously. Yeah. Exactly. So exactly. What, this is, like, what is you in like? true form. What is it like? It's so nice. It's unbelievable. It's, like, I'm actually, like, coming into, like, my, I don't know, just, like, my real, true, like, self I feel like I'm my fully evolved more self and like it's so weird seeing myself in a relationship that's like actually healthy and then he actually like treats me well it's insane is he someone I mean, that you would have gone for when you were not your healthiest did he like totally catch you by surprise is he still totally your type like he's actually kind of my type but definitely physically my type like to a T which is so funny he looks <laughs> like my first boyfriend like literally identical but I think like he's a little bit sweeter. I'm usually I usually go for like slightly more mean guys just because I think I'm like again it's a reflection of like how I thought about myself, you know. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, exactly. Then I am used to and like he really like takes care of me and not takes care of me, but like just like is really like whenever I ha- I went through the whole abortion thing, he was like there for me every single day and like made sure always checking in with me and like always you know just like the sweetest thing ever and he could have been like bye you know well do you know what do you know what I don't know if this is me like putting too much emphasis on it but like I really I always fucking talk about this on here like I really believe that we attract what we put out and like I feel like earlier when I was like I just feel so honored to like actually know your story I feel like I identify with you on such a like I always I was like there's something there's a vibration between me and Sophie like I fucking get but like after today I'm like oh my god I see so much of like myself and you and you and me and especially in terms of like everything you were talking about of like feeling so misunderstood and feeling like you were living a lie because like mm-hmm. Meadow and I have talked about that. Yeah. Like that is, that, that that's is exactly, yeah. that's oh, exactly wow. me. Yeah. And like exactly what I, like we talk about your side. I want to hear like your. And I mean, look, it's, it's relative, right? Because this is also right. me like diminishing trauma and being like, you right. went through like gnarly shit that like, I feel like I could never compare my life to, but that's not the but point. Like, 
exactly. and it's not the point yeah. but like it, it is similar in the sense of like i always felt like people were projecting an image onto mm, me yes. so heavily that i had no i just i i know i had a choice okay but i i was so young that right. i felt like i didn't have a choice and i just fucking swallowed it and embraced it and was like you know what if you want to fucking project that onto me let me prove you fucking right like fuck that you i'm gonna like embody own. this shit yes. and then it hits you in the face and then and then it made me think of this because we were talking about like the men that you date because then you date certain people yeah. And that's all that I thought I deserved. Holy shit, Gabby. It's different characters, but it is the exact same story. I didn't really realize the parallels till you just said that. Because I, I didn't realize it until so right now. Completely different like themes, but exact yeah. same kind of like. Where, yeah. yeah. And, and then it, it's like I date the same fucking type of people yes. because it's all I think I deserve. But then you have yeah. that moment. You have that fucking click in your brain. And like you had that shift at 21 and like when everything and usually it's that it's when shit hits the fan. For me, it's when I went to Hoffman and I went to Hoffman because yeah, because shit hit the fan and I had no choice but to fucking face myself in the mirror. Yeah. And face my decisions. Yeah. And like it just it everything that now that you're going through with this guy too, like not to give so much credit to like a fucking man because we never like doing that here. (laughs) But like. Even just to be like the fact that he was like so he's been so great and gracious and giving you what you fucking deserve. Right. It's a testament to the work that you've done on yourself because you're so emotionally involved and enveloped in like this past self that like that's all that you're going to be attracting. Do you know, does that make sense? Or am I just like spewing? I think like I I don't think I would have been able to be in this type of a relationship even just like six months ago because yeah. I don't think I was ready. I think I needed that breakup and the time of being single and everything to like I was like the universe I remember there was a period like even four months ago the beginning of the year where I was like my friends were all like booed up and I was like what the fuck like why am I single like why is this happening I want to be with someone or like I'm lonely and I was being like I was very lonely but I was still every guy I was get, like dating or seeing like from hinge was a fucking weirdo, like would do weird <laughs> shit, was like leeching onto me, acting like my exes. I was like, this is terrible. I remember and when that- you were catching the ick a lot? Yes, exactly. And I think- that's Oh what, God, like, that's me right now. Of like oh. literally just being like, you're not fucking ready yet. Like chill out, like stop. Yeah. Like you just, we're going to keep giving you these shit men because this is what you think you deserve and what you're, I would just have these guys like sleep over and they were like, I swear to God, they were homeless. So they were just like weirdos and like wouldn't treat me right. And I'm just like, Okay, so I took a break, and that's when this guy came into my life. Yeah, when I think I was really ready for something like this. So, yeah, yeah. it's so wild how like it's all, and he's he's the only guy too that doesn't feed into that 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 same projection that we've been talking about in a way. You know, like he does. I'm honest with him for the first time in my life. I've never been very honest with guys I date because I like to uphold this like Sophia Kelly like that whole thing that everyone gave to me as a little since oh, I was a little. Oh, it just started breaking you know? up for me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, me too. Um, just that like I, I've always guys have always kind of like played into the whole like projection of of what everyone always thought about me and so this is the first time yeah. you know it's like an honest relationship where you can see all sides I mean me, but listen so. okay she's but fine. listen it cut out a little bit but you're back now I just want to say I just want to say that like you are so special and like it's just we feel so fucking grateful to know you and like thank you beyond for taking the fucking time yeah for like coming on here and feeling safe enough to like have this conversation with us like through fucking whatever the fuck this app is called we fucking adore you so much it's like unreal oh yes no one else i would do it do it with we love you so much please tell please tell the people where they can find you please um 
I hate that. I guess I'm changing my name soon. So. <laughs> I know. Wait, we got to rebrand Soph. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, because I kind of love what you were saying too, because you are so much more multidimensional just than just wellness. wellness. Like no. that can't just be But you know what we'll do? Right. She's got a, she has a freaking shift coming. She's got a rebrand coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever this podcast episode yeah. goes live, Meadow and I will do it in the intro. We'll tell people where to fucking find you. There we go. Okay, yeah, exactly. But she's she's that bitch. You guys need to know. But know it's a follow that you're going to need in your life. (laughs) Regardless of what Uh, the handle is. We love you. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Love you guys.